Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Morning, Key. Morning, Jay. What up, baby? A lot of NBA playoff action to talk about that just happened that's coming up. Darius Miles, obviously former NBA player and co-host of the Knuckleheads podcast, more importantly nowadays, it's a good podcast, is with us now. What's going on, Darius? What up, D? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. So, what do you think about Miami so far in these playoffs? Uh, I think they play great. Uh, I think Jimmy has been the ultimate leader. Uh, I feel like their adjustments to the Knicks, uh, I, you know, Brunson a little bit injured, Randall a little bit injured, but I feel like their adjustments to the Knicks and their aggression uh, for the, for the uh, I mean, three of the four games has, has been awesome. So, Jay, I know you're champing at the bit to get yeah, to the Lakers. I, I figured we slip in Miami next one. Uh, no, I know. All, all now we can to ignore Miami. them. All respect to Miami. Uh, yeah. Yo, Darius. Have you ever seen a big move yeah. the way AD has on the perimeter in that last possession against Steph? Like, what 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 bigs in the league do you think can move that way laterally? Uh, not too many bigs. Not not too many bigs. I thought I thought he did a great job. I was, you know, what's crazy about about that fourth quarter? I just couldn't believe that they didn't get AD the ball the whole fourth quarter. That was that was really like baffling to me. But man, shout out to Lonnie Walker. <laughs> you know, he, he saved the day. For sure, he saved the day. Who you got uh, winning this series now? Lakers obviously 3-1 going back to Golden State. You know Golden State struggles on the road, but they get a chance to go home now in front of a hostile environment in the crowd with their backs up against the wall. Uh, I had Golden State winning the series, uh, but uh, I think the Lakers going to win the series now. I, I don't think Golden State will beat them three games in a row. Uh, I, I just don't. I think if AD play and put his will on the game, like I say, I, I feel like uh, Lakers will win every game once AD put his will on the game. That's to impose himself, in other words. Offensively, because as as uh, Andre Snellings just mentioned in the last segment, defensively he's been consistent, right, or throughout the playoffs. But you mean offensively he has to pose himself, impose himself? No, I'm just, just, just his will, like offensive, defensively. I'm not looking for AD to score 30 or he don't have to have 23 rebounds. It's just his presence – on the game, like uh, guys hesitate to go to the hole when he's he's always on defense, being active, hopping out on the screens. Like when you see AD is damn near on every on every play. Excuse my language. When you see AD is on every play, he's he's opposing his will on the game, and uh, when he opposes his will on the game, the Lakers is is unstoppable. LeBron gonna do what he do. Like he gonna give you what he gonna give you, but when AD uh, Gives you all the AD, and the energy is there. It's hard to beat the Lakers. Yo, Demons, let's go out to that other uh, Western Conference matchup between Denver and Phoenix. Uh, that what we've been seeing from Denver Booker has been prolific, man. It's been on a the pace of the mm-hmm. game is so different. I mean, last two games, Demons forty averaging forty one on seventy percent shooting from the field. It, it's now I see why there were Kobe comparisons before. I'm not. Look, whenever you put Kobe in somebody else's name, like it's a huge statement, but you see the ceiling, right? It's special. Yes. Yes, it's uh it's crazy. Devin Booker, shout out to Devin Booker. He uh we haven't seen this since Mike. Uh like I think uh Michael Jordan had like 
300 and and I want to say 30-some points in, in, in like eight or nine games. I think Devin Booker had like 290-something. So uh, to see where he's getting to his spot, and it's just not all like over the place. It's not he's just shooting threes or not he's just driving. He's doing it on every aspect of the game, and he's leading this team to it. Like to have somebody like KD to be like, wow, it's, it's, it's crazy to watch how him go, you know he's putting in work. According to the uh, NBA on ESPN, through the first nine games of a postseason, most points ever scored, number four, Devin Booker this year, 331. This is since 76-77. Number three, Michael Jordan, 335. Number two, Michael Jordan, 338. But at number one, Michael Jordan, 362. So, yeah, the most since Jordan. Yeah. How do you see this series playing out with the Suns and the Nuggets? Obviously, dead locked at 2-2. Uh, I have I have the Suns winning this series, but uh, I'm glad Monty Williams he made an adjustment, the adjustment of bring, bringing Landon in, the adjustment of bringing Terrence Ross in, the adjustment of bringing T.J. Warren in, because I didn't see them guys the first two games or even the first series that they played. So I was wondering, like some of the weapons that they did get with Kevin, I mean with KD coming down there, they need that shooting, they need that. If they're gonna double and they're gonna make it hard for KD and, and Book to get them point. They need guys like Landon Shannon and, uh, I mean, Landon, and they need guys like Terrence Ross. Uh, man, TJ Warren scored 50 in this league, you know, and them guys like that to come in and help the others, as you will so-called say. Miles, let's go to that Boston series for a second, Boston and Philly. I mean, sometimes, man, Boston tricks games, tricks off games, and it really bothers me uh, because they're so talented. Oh. But, like, James Harden has been – he's been different. I mean, the two games that they've won, 45-41, um, he's really imposed his will on the game. What have you seen in that series that really stands out to you? You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a St. Louis guy, so I'm always rooting for LeJada to, to win a championship. But, but man, I've been losing her on Boston, like the first two, seasons, uh, two series. Uh, I don't understand the switching at the end. Like uh, like I say, James Harden already has 30-some, 40-some points, and you switch your center on him, and he gives a floater in the lane to send him to overtime. Then, you know, I love Jalen Brown. I love he, uh, he he stepped up about his mistake of going down there and doubling and beat. But as a coach, you got two timeouts. When you see your team is down one and they're not trying to be aggressive to score the ball, I don't care if it's 10 seconds left. You call a timeout and you rock, you draw up a play. For you not to get a shot off, that's like, oh, that's that's bad on, on the veterans on the team because they should know better in the time situation of the game. And that's bad on the coaching staff for not calling the timeout and just calming your team down and getting them balanced. Talking to Darius Miles, former NBA player, of course, and co-host of Knuckleheads Podcast. Given what's gone on in these playoffs so far, Who's the best two-guard in the league? Like, Devin Booker is doing historically great things. But Jimmy Butler got by the Bucks and is doing the Knicks in right now. Who's the best two-guard in the league right now? I would say Devin Booker. Better than Butler. I, I, would, say, I would say, yeah, I would, I would say I would go with Devin Booker. Uh, it's just the, the tear that he's on is just, it's just crazy. But if you want the two-way player uh, – I think uh, Jimmy Butler is definitely a good pick, but me personally, I would go with Devin Booker because what he's doing is 
it's Mike like, Kobe like, you know. He's he's, he's on the missing. he's on the road and he he looking like he's unstoppable and like his pull ups, his his when he do take the three, like he don't waste shots. You know, I, I haven't seen a percentage of somebody scoring eighty percent from the field. Like I don't really think ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a, a big man to be a guard, but he went twenty for twenty five the other night. And he had eighty percent from the field, he's not missing. You know what I'm saying? And he's taking every shot, guaranteed. Crazy. He's guaranteeing every shot. Dimas, I feel like Book is so special. It, it's it's hard for me with this one because, like, knowing that Katie's on the floor and how that gravity still goes to Katie in a way. And I'm just I'm watching Jimmy with Gabe Vincent, with Caleb Martin, with Max Struess. Yeah. Like, and all these – I'm like, I'm sitting there, like, legitimately, and I've gone through this process. Like, it's been a public experiment with me. Because I've looked mm-hmm. over, I've glossed over Miami. And now, like, I'm really asking myself, yo, Miami could end up in the world championship. Like, with a legit <laughs> shot Butler. to win it. Like, I, I'm not going to put that past Jimmy Butler. That's crazy to me. Him without that with that yeah, cast. I, yeah, I, I definitely understand it. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, he definitely got a better cast by having KD on his team. But, man, when you have KD on your team, you show up like this. Man, I can't, I can't. Not like I say, the only person that's scoring the type of points that you scoring is is Michael Jordan, and he ain't played in twenty some years. So we haven't seen this type of action. Like I said, I never seen eighty percent from the field outside of Shaq. Yeah, as a as a guard, I never seen a guard that have at the end of the game. I'm saying, man, you was eighty percent from the field. I mean, you one, ain't missed nothing. Darius is one. Talking <laughs> Darius Miles here on ESPN Radio with KJM. It's one thing if you're eighty percent from the field and you, you you're averaging twenty two points, which is be incredible. But he's putting up more points than anyone since MJ on on close to 80%. Yeah. It's insane. So to Jay's point, though, how much of that does KD deserve credit for? Because like a lot, I was thinking, like, when's KD going to really impose himself? But it seems to me that he's recognized the gravity he creates. He can get a better look for Devin Booker with him on the floor than, than, than even KD taking the shot. How much of that is KD's yeah. I think shout out to KD, like uh, his IQ. He sees Devin Booker is on the turn, and he's he's willing to pass up some shots to swing the ball for the three. Some of them threes that KD he open, he swing one more time because he see Devin Booker open and he's the high hand. But that shows his IQ, the way he's playing and the way he played the game. So shout out to KD for uh, recognizing a, a baller. Hey, before uh. Before we let you go, tell us about Mental Health Awareness Month. Why is it important to you, Darius Miles? It's uh, it's, it's, it's very important to me because you never know what a guy is going through. Uh, back in uh, our day, you know, I'm old here. Back in the day, it was it was taught to to suck it up or mm-hmm. or be tough or never show your emotion. But these days, a communication is key. Sometimes you need to know what a person come going through. Sometimes it's better to talk something out. So. Uh, I'm glad that, that we're we willing to talk about it. I'm glad it's not a word that's called crazy no more because you're going through something in your life. So shout out to uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Darius Miles, ladies and gentlemen, the Knuckleheads podcast. You know what it is. Thanks, Darius. R.D. Appreciate it, man. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Jay, today, so we don't have a repeat of yesterday's fiasco. Oh, you're setting me up today. I am going to set you up. We're going to have your game plan for the two games tonight. And because I am so prepared, I could tell you, wait a minute, the Lakers and Warriors just played. So that means... Suns Nuggets and Sixers Celtics. Let's start with the Sixers and the Celtics. Yeah, we'll go with the earlier game. Yes. Okay, Max, I see you. See what I did? So, look, I I think for the Celtics, they need to limit second-chance points. Uh, That's where the Sixers were able to get 22 off those last night. Use their timeouts at the right time, Joe Mazzula, uh, in order to stop runs or put your team in situations to actually – Control plays, or you can just act like a veteran team, Boston Celtics. And last but not least for the Celtics, get Jalen Brown involved late in the game. It is not acceptable to have disappearing acts with a guy who is as prolific as a scorer as Jalen Brown has been. I think for the build up the 76ers, look, James Harden obviously has been doing his thing. He needs to stay aggressive. Joel Embiid's endurance down the stretch. They need to continue to prioritize, get him the ball on the block. I think he's able to have a field day. And you need to get those guys like Maxine and company to play at a high volume as it relates to attacking. I think they need to attack a lot in transition. I think that's where Philly can be great at. So that's for the first game. For tonight, the late game, as you get to the Suns and the Nuggets. Look, Phoenix, games three and four, they scored 121 points, 129 points. I said before that Denver's defense was DOA when they hit the desert. Michael Malone has talked about this. Not Mike Malone. He wants to be referred to as Michael Malone, the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Going back to the Mile House City, they need to get back to being defensively disciplined. Aaron Gordon needs to step up defensively and offensively. Going back defense, KD and Devin Booker have combined for 158 points across the two games. With Booker scoring whenever he wants to on the floor. So if you're going to blitz him, blitz the ball, deny KD, force other guys to beat you, I role players play better at home. Not sure like guys like Landry Shamit, guys like TJ Warren will be able to have the same effect on the road in Denver. And I think for Denver, look, 
Nikola Jokic is going to get fined $25,000 for pushing Matashibia. Fine. I'm glad that he's allowed to play. He needs to continue to be aggressive. Jamal Murray needs to be aggressive. But defensively, that's where this team needs to get back to who they were in games one and two, throwing multiple bodies, giving Devin Booker multiple looks, and making it difficult for those guys to score. You know what's so stupid about the Nuggets right now? A lot of times you'd be like, well, just let that – don't let anyone else score. Let that guy beat you. But can't if that it. guy's shooting over 70% from the field – 79%. You can't – like 80%. You can't let him do it. <laughs> like, got to figure something out. I think you're going to see a lot of blitzes, a lot, a lot of different looks defensive-wise, and I think they're going to stay at home on KD. I think they're going to take their chances with letting the role players see how much they can fill it up tonight. Jay, right. which, matchup you, which matchup you want to see, the Lakers or the Suns or the Lakers or the Nuggets? Uh, Lakers and the Suns or Lakers and the – I mean, I'm a Denver guy, so – But, Jay, it's okay if you sell out that position just for the sexiness of LeBron, KD, Devin Booker, the whole thing. Are you – like, without – I understand you picked the Nuggets, and you may be right. They may be the champions when they're all is said and done. But just in your, for your own enjoyment, what would you rat, most like to see in this next round? I just said I'm a Denver guy. Still. Okay, so Jay, yeah. if you're a different guy, you want to see the Denver Nuggets got it. How difficult is that matchup with AD and, and Jokic? How AD. difficult would that be for Jokic? That would be for Jokic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it would be hard on both. No, no, that's not what I asked you. No, I, no, say that's both. A, that's I, said no I, I hear what you yeah. asked me, but I'm saying because Jokic would attack his body, right? And, that could, and Jokic is so good at ball fakes, that can get AD in foul trouble. Vice versa, we've seen Jokic in his perimeter defense. The, the question is, would AD become content for jumpers from the outside or would he try to dominate down low on the block? Because there's a tendency sometimes for AD to not want the physicality, and that's where Jokic would try to make the game live in those trenches. How much better is Jokic, this Jokic, not just in the playoffs, but as a player overall than the Jokic that AD got the better of in the bubble? Well, I mean, the guy's been – two-time MVP since then. Mm -hmm. It's a guy way more measured, way more confident, and actually has a full cast of characters around him that where he can delegate responsibility. Jay, I want to do something here. I want you to ask Pat his game plan for the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. He really okay. he, he wants to he wants you to do that. Well, I was starting to feel a little offended because you've gone around the room to everyone else, and I've never been asked to do the game plan. He asked. He asked for Nuno's join three times already. Yeah, Nuno. Well, you so you bring Stacy the caller well, on and Nuno, poor old Pat. Nuno, Allen, and Stacy don't tell us what to do in a very authoritative yeah, way. Pat, the so game just, plan can't be arrest all the seventy, all the Celtics. Look, you know, let's, it actually has to be a game plan. Jay, you just pull over. I'm gonna go ahead and give my game plan for the Sixers. <laughs> All right, what's your game plan for the Sixers, Pat Costello? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Gosh. Probably score more hear. points than the other team. Jay, please you, keep your hands the on the same st- thing. Please Nuno keep says. your hands on the steering wheel. Don't say the same thing Nuno says if you want your own game plan. No, I didn't actually have one. I just was offended that you didn't ask. Why didn't you ask, Pat? Why do you think? <laughs> I forgot Pat was even there. Uh. Probably because he don't think he don't respects Pat's. Uh, Seems like a respect <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I'll ask more of you next time. That's on me. Well, Jay, tell Doc to get Tobias Harris activated early. I would like to see something like that. Maybe it's just me, though. See, that's that's, that's a real breakdown, Pat. Did you hear that? That's the thing, Pat. He stepped up. Yates just stepped up for you. That's why you didn't get called on. I want to see Maxie get more involved. How about that? All right. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's a fair fair point. 
he couldn't even bring himself to say point. He said that's a fair and just left it there for point. you. Look, Jay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna let you off with a warning on this one. Let you off with a warning. Wow. Key, do you feel the power dynamics here with that? I don't even I. You know, I just don't like it. I Kirk. know what his ga- I know what his game plan will be for the Celtics, though. What's that? Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys. So Key, I'll leave it you. alone. Stop. Yeah, uh, so you. Kirk and uh, Tulsa. Kirk. Kirk and Kirk. Tulsa, you're on KJM. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys, for taking my call. You guys are the absolute best. You guys helped me get through a really dark period in my life. I want to push back on Jay's criticism of Coach Mazzola. I've been listening to your show since its infancy, and one of Jay's biggest themes is accountability. So Coach Mazzola went up there and took accountability for a coaching mistake he made by not calling those timeouts. And then Jay sits there and chastises him. I feel like that's kind of hypocritical. And thanks for taking my call. Oh, I, I didn't chastise him. I just, I mean, all right, so factor in the whole body of work. Literally, after game two, Joe Mazzola sat there at the, at the post-game presser and said, what, you guys don't want to talk about my adjustments? Like almost in a passive-aggressive way, well, not almost, in a passive-aggressive way to the media members. So I understand the sensitivity of that relationship from somebody not as a head coach but as a player who's been in that position. So that to me automatically signals that there's like this, you don't see what I'm doing here? Like I, I need to prove myself. And what I'm trying to tell you is it's fine for him to be accountable. He doesn't deserve, like he doesn't have to be accountable to the media. It's Be not accountable that it's, to himself and his players. It's not that he's changing his mind. Not, he doesn't have the right to change his mind or anything. It's the presentation yes. to the outside world that has already tipped you off or put your antenna up to see this kind of thing, and now you get more evidence of it. And that's why I, I forget who the caller's name was. He just called in. I said the most important thing is being accountable to your team. See, that's the thing that sometimes I don't think people, when they, they, don't, they hear me, but they don't listen, right? Being mm-hmm. accountable to your team. For me, it goes a lot further if you're in your locker room and you say, you know what, guys, that was my fault that I didn't put you in a position to succeed. I'd much rather have that stay in the locker room and that chemistry be built because when I hear guys like Marcus Smart say, our offense has a lot of randomness. That's a shot at the head coach publicly. So it reminds me, hey, you need to kind of recreate that internal blanket for you guys, and who cares what the outside world thinks? More importantly, Jay, I think I can now prove to you the difference between hearing and listening. Because you just said they, were li- they, they heard you, but they weren't listening. listening. No, no, I think it's the opposite. It's not the opposite. Well, is it time spent listening or time spent hearing in the radio business? It's time spent listening. So you know the listeners are there, but how many are actually hearing you? Well, they're all hearing uh-huh. you with their ears. You hear, uh-huh. with, you hear with your ears, right? Same, thing, same way you listen. Hmm. 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 What more implies the registering of things? I think the hearing. I think listening. Hmm. Key? 888-SAY-ESPN. Where are you he's on this, Key? He's falling asleep on this conversation. Are you, he's not listening or hearing. No, neither. Here's what I would say. <laughs> Sorry, it's time to break. No matter what Jay says, people are going to say the opposite. That's what I believe. Yeah. That's fine. Happens. No, it doesn't happen. Sky is blue. No, it's not. It's dark blue. Well, I mean, I, well, okay. That's a shade of blue. No, it's not okay. It's not a shade of blue. <laughs> 8 at 8, say ESPN, Keyshawn J. Willemax. How impressed have you been by the heat? ESPN Radio. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. This is a big day in my life, guys. A big day in the, in the history of the planet Earth. I have learned something new. I, I thought I knew it all. I put Max on to game. He has. Jay and Key, you guys were right about listen versus hear. And the expl- when I looked it up, the explanations make sense to me. Can I read them? Go ahead. Hearing is the physiological act of sound waves hitting the ear. Mm-hmm. Listening is the choice to process, understand, remember, and respond to communication. Yes, listening is active. If you listen for something, it's hearing you can do accidentally. Listen, you have to do actively. It is true. Good point. Jay? Don't you try that. Jay, what? I couldn't hear you. (laughs) Evan Turner, former NBA player with us now, co-host of Point Forward Podcast with I Want Iguadala. Andre Iguadala. What's going on, Evan? What's up, man? How you doing? How you guys doing? Good. Doing well. Doing well. Something just yeah. happened. No, no, you got to take that off uh, my screen. I can't see anything. Go ahead. First off, uh-huh. man, what, what is your biggest takeaway from the from the playoffs, Ben? Like, what what stood out to you the most? Man, I think just the surprises. You know, the first round of the series, uh, first series, you see um, Milwaukee. You know, the playing heat after they went down. With, uh, you know, with an injury from one of their main players. I think uh, another one is the 3-1 Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't see the Lakers going up on the Warriors like this. So you're going to see a lot of uh, you know, a lot of new faces, you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals. But then at the same time, you're going to see legacy, you know, be defined over, you know, the next course, you know, over the course of the next couple of weeks. So I just enjoying it, having fun. And uh, it's been some big games, big plays. And, you know, even last night, the Manny Walker fourth quarter, unbelievable. What if, if in fact, and when in fact, the Lakers do win Golden State? <laughs> are we going to see something different with Golden State's roster after this season? Are we going to see a different looking team? Yeah, no, I, I most definitely think so. I think uh, one thing that occurs is you know, um, you know, the turnover. I think a lot of guys are trying to find you know new avenues and new ways to you know really reinvent the organization. You don't know where you know Clay is going to go. He's trying to garner a max contract at the age of 33. Be mindful, you know, in this situation. But I think the number one thing is 
trying to, you know, build some pieces around and get Steph, um, you know, back into, you know, championship contention if they do lose this year. But, you know, you want to ride out Steph's last few years and make sure he's around the right type of core. And, you know, sometimes I think one thing that occurred and made him successful is you had Steph, Clay, and Draymond around a lot of uh, veterans as opposed to young guys who are still trying to find their way in the league naturally. So. So Evan Turner, former NBA player, co-host of the Point Forward podcast with Andre Iguodala. Evan, um, there have been some incredible performances in these playoffs. I think even like a guy like Jokic isn't getting press for he just dropped 53 and 11 assists. He's a center. Yeah, right? It's insane and no one's even talking about it. Jimmy Butler got past the Bucks and then is doing this to the Knicks. But – Crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts, it's but crazy. Devin Booker. I, I think, Devin Booker's gone insane, right? Who's been the most impressive to you? I, I think Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker for sure. I think after last year, we kind of forgot about you know Devin Booker in a sense of what type of player he is. But he's done his defense. I mean, he's just twenty-five, and um, you know, stepped up big in uh, two must-win games. And I've been enjoying the way Booker's been handling his business. He's been really, really, uh, really, really fun to watch. Uh, uh, seeing seeing D book explode, and then recognizing that last year Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, when we watched him, you know, sweep the Brooklyn Nets, like he was that he was that dude, not just offensively but also defensively. Yes. What what does something feel off to you like it does to me about the Celtics? Like I feel like I know their ceiling, but something don't feel right, and it's felt that way in the Atlanta series. It still feels that way with the Philly series where I'm like, all of a sudden like, I question myself knowing who this team really is. Do you feel that same way? And sometimes, you know, when you, when you look at the games, like the game five versus Atlanta, you know, you don't, you don't really see how they lost that game or gave it up. And, you know, every now and then you're saying like versus a real contender or a really good team, they won't be able to have these lapses. And um, I think that's one thing. I think sometimes, you know, every now and then guys, uh, you know, they lose focus and they have to snap back in. And um, one thing I like about the Celtics besides, you know, their depth is just, you know, they have so much experience. I really believe that Tatum and Jalen Brown are two of the top players in the league. I think Tatum's unbelievable. And I think when you get to this point, in a, you know, so deep in the playoffs, I think you need the stars. And I think uh, they have a lot of stars. They have a lot of intangibles to step up and, you know, try their business. Now, get into the championship. Just, you know, say if they went up against a Steph Curry or LeBron, you have to face that. You have to somewhat face that type of you know magic and energy because you know last year Steph Curry went ninety fifty forty. You know what I'm saying? But maybe listen. I, I want to ask you this, Evan, since you do the podcast yeah. with with Iggy. Okay, now uh, yeah. teenagers still come up to me all the time. Kids, I want Iguodala. And back then <laughs> we were talking about open shot, so he doesn't have to create his own shot. No one's an open shot. Who? Who do I want Iguodala because he had ice water in his veins? Now, yeah. tell the truth. At some I, I, point when I, Steph misses a shot, Iggy takes you aside during the podcast and goes, come on, man, I would have hit that. Tell the truth, Evan. <laughs> I think he might be the only person. Steph Curry might be the only person that he might not say that about. He's a big fan of Steph. But we definitely agree. Like I, He felt what you said when uh, you said that, like an open shot. And I was like, yo, Matt Kellerman is a genius because Dre never misses open shots. Especially with the game on the line, even free throws. He's terrible at free throws, but he'll make those. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with you. All right, listen, guys, clip that Max Kellerman is a genius thing, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
with me. See, see. Open how does shot. how does Dre get open shots? Uh? No question. Well, we weren't talking about that. <laughs> don't try to expand it. Don't I'm trying to just expand the follow up question. That's all. Don't follow up. There's no That's following all you up. Do, you know what I mean? That's it. There's no following you, you, up. You, you, Max, you and Evan probably the only two people on the planet Earth that think, no matter what, that Iguodala should have took the shot. You're probably the only two on Earth. Hey, hey Evan, hey. I want. You I'll, I, I'll, I'll go down with my guy. There it is. <laughs> That's time. what I'm talking about. I mean, before these playoffs started, and I've been talking about it a little bit today, you know, I know LeBron's come back to the pack just because of age. He's a million years old, been playing 20 years. But are we sure he's still not the guy you want out of everyone in the NBA in these situations? Like, here are the Lakers somehow up 3-1 on the defending champs. Are we sure it's still not LeBron? I mean, when you break it down the longevity and the consistency of it, um, you know, in these type of times, it's kind of like a reminder. We knew we set the stage to see whose legacy was going to, you know, add another notch. And you can see why LeBron is at the level he's at. And what he's doing is unbelievable. And he's doing it like dead tired and legit giving his all to try to take out the defending champs. And I I think it's it's impressive. What he does every single night to elevate when you think he's done is is unreal. I thought the series was going to be over. You know, the opposite, 3-1. I thought the, you know, the, the Warriors were going to buy it. Evan Turner, ladies and gentlemen, co-host <laughs> of the Point Forward podcast with Andre Guadalla, an astute observer not only of uh, the NBA but of human nature, I would say, and uh, human intelligence, <laughs> for sure, 100% true. Evan Turner, thank you very much Alrighty, for joining T. us this yes, morning. Can't thank I you appreciate much. y'all. Keep doing the thing. Thank you so much. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Lloyd in Pennsylvania, you're on KJM. Yo, what up, long-time listener? Love your show. But I just got a quick quick argument with J. Will. And even you, Max, you guys were talking about Booker and um, uh, Butler as the two best guards. Right now, it has to be Butler, hands down. Can't forget, Booker has been in the playoffs the last couple of years. Hasn't done anything until he got KD on the team. Now that all the pressure's on KD to get the job done, they leave Booker open. So basically, he, I mean, he's doing, he's taking great shots. He's he's efficient, but you can never say he's better than Butler for what Butler's doing. He hands down took, he beat Miami almost by himself. I mean, yeah, he got players on his team, but for what he Milwaukee. did to Miami, I mean, to uh, Milwaukee in the last three minutes of both games. I mean, how can anybody be better than that guy? Now what he's doing now, taking putting his team on his back, offense and defense, and he's just a, just as efficient as Booker, but he's more effective, um, making other players better. Booker, he gets a lot of points up, gets a lot of shots, but he uh, he doesn't make everybody better around him. KD's the one for that. So I just think it, it can't even be an argument of who's best right now between him and Butler. Thanks for listening. I love your show. 
Look, I rock, man. I, I'm on Butler. Like Dev, Devin Booker to me, prolific score. What he's doing is unprecedented. It is incredible in the history of the game. I just see the impact that Jimmy brings offensively, and the impact that he brings defensively, and All the way around. he epitomizes that culture. Like, and the attitude that you can win. Like I want if Jimmy Butler. Had, look now, nobody's saying that. Like, nobody's trying to say Jimmy Butler can shoot 80% from the field, averaging 41 points per game, right? But also, like, you're not asking Devin Booker to do the things you're asking Jimmy Butler to do on the defensive end. Like, I don't see Devin Booker guarding the other team's best player all the time and actually me, strapping them up. Jay, it's simple. Simple. Can you move Booker, can you move Booker to Miami with, with the way it's constructed and still get to where they're at right now with Booker? Can you do that? I, I I mean offensive no I don't think so okay. I agree with that so I don't there, think so your, there's your answer here yeah that's but the, there that's is the, something that's key. the easy way that's the easy way but if you go and you surplant Jimmy Butler with KD in Phoenix you might be either up instead of tied at two two or in the same position it's a good way to look at it I I do think that he that the caller brings up an interesting philosophical point though which is and I don't know what the answer is exactly but it's worth I think thinking about, yes, Devin Booker's benefiting from KD's presence, but not everyone, and by the way, maybe not anyone, can shoot almost 80% over a tear like this. Just because you're benefiting from the – got to do something you still with do it. it. Yes. And he's no, doing it. you still got to do it for so, sure. You still got to do it. But I agree with you, Key. I think if you reversed it, this, the Suns are at least as good – and Miami's not as good, and that tells you a lot. That, in my and opinion, the, it's, already, Suns, you know, it's impossible to know. The Suns are missing some defense, am I right, Jay? They miss a little bit of a defender. I mean, they got KD, obviously, and Book don't play nearly the, the way Jimmy Butler does on the defensive end. Yeah, I mean, and Miami's still missing. I mean, Miami's missing two of their players, and Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. And I know that, look, Devin Booker doesn't have CP3, but at the same time, it's just different, man. Look at the look at the cast of individuals that Jimmy Butler's carrying. Like once again, lost in the playing game. Okay, yeah. they were competing for a playing spot with the Bulls. Lost to the Hawks. Everyone thought the Bucks were going to win the championship. <laughs> he knocked them out. <laughs> he knocked them he out. He knocked them out. Fifty six knocked them out. Eric in New York, you're on KJM. You you. Eric. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, Eric. Hey. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I just wanted. I just first and foremost, I appreciate you guys. I listen to you guys every morning when I drop my boys off at the bus stop. Just want to say, keep going. I appreciate y'all. But um, I want to talk about a little bit about Lonnie Walker and Jordan Poole. Lonnie Walker has scored more points in one quarter than Jordan Poole did in three games. And, and that was a valuable lesson that I taught my son today. I said, stay ready, stay humble, stay ready, put the work in, because look at the example that you just saw last night. And another thing I also want to mention is that everybody wants to talk about LeBron as, you know, being the GOAT. After this, they're, they're questioning if he wins this championship, does it make him the GOAT? I don't think this championship makes him the GOAT. I think the journey to this championship makes him the GOAT. If he beats Ja, beats Steph, beats KD, 20 years, going past Kareem. Yo, Eric, hey, Eric, why, Eric, why do you sound hey, Eric, out of breath? Eric, Eric, did you run to the phone? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sound mad tired. 
It's your breathing pattern down straight. No, your breathing pattern getting shaky. Yeah, well, you can't. The phone ain't that damn far away. And me being passionate. Yeah, it's a I, mix I respect between me that. Breathing and me being passionate. Also, you two never called into sports talk radio when you you guys were always sports stars. I, as a kid, I could. If you ever call into sports talk radio, you got to wait forever, and then suddenly it's going to be your turn. You're all excited. You, don't know you get what to talk, I did, Max. You, yeah, right. You, know, you talk. You called into sports talk radio. <laughs> you stop. Can I give you a quick point on the Jordan Poole thing, though? Because it kind of just popped in my head. I, I wonder how much of that last shot that he took when it was kind of like ill advised, and even though Draymond Green and Steve Kerr, like you know, they, they backed him mm-hmm. in the press, but like ever, he has not been right since that game. He hasn't been right since that game. And think about what that game was. Like, Steph was going back for the ball. He took up a deep three. You know, we talked about Draymond Green actually giving the ball back to Steph. And for him to say last night that he hasn't gotten the opportunity since Mm. then, feels like there's been something bigger since that game occurred for him. Mm -hmm. We all know Steph doesn't hit those shots with the game on the line. Yes, he'll be on the Knicks next year. I can't with this guy, Max, man. Just the old guy, Max, is really. that I was talking about before. Yeah, he, uh, Max got to wake up, man. You got to wake up, Max, and smell the coffee, dog. Oh, for you, you still sleep. Key, you don't even drink coffee. No, that's right. I'm on my coffee. fourth cup. How dare you key? tell me to smell the coffee? See, Pat, what does that have to do with Key? He's talking yeah. about Max. I'm talking about Max. See, Pat yeah. always got shifting to the say. blame. He's shifting the blame. Typical, Pat's always shifting, shifting the blame. Typical deputy. No, now I'm on Pat's side because he came. Trying to the plant deputy. evidence on now Key. I'm we on know Pat's what you're side. doing, Pat. <laughs> Planting evidence. <laughs> we know what you're doing. Sprinkle a little blame on <laughs> Key. Flee the scene. Patrick in Las Vegas. You're on KJM. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good morning. What's, What's up? Hey, I just got a quick take on the whole listening and hearing thing. Uh-oh. White man can't jump. Wesley Snipes tells Woody Harrelson, you can listen to Jimmy, but you can't hear him. So I have to agree with Max. Well, that, it's well, interesting. Max, Max has already came over. No, to I've side. come around. I've no, come around not. again. No, I've, I've thought about it more. So, Jay, Jay it's, it's persuasive that you say, and you're right, listening is active and hearing can be passive. You just, just hearing something is one thing, but if you listen to it, you're listening for something, and that suggests you that you're right. Why don't you try to practice right. both then, Max? However, Just try to practice both of them. If I say, <laughs> I will practice neither. If I say you're listening to me, but you're not hearing me, that suggests that you're actively listening, but it's not registering. Does that convince well, you, you at all? If I barely convinced myself. Max, no. register. Right. If you practice hearing and listening, Max, mm-hmm. it will register. You'll be fine. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You want to so hear it first, one of then you want to listen. Saying to me? Are you not hearing him or are you not listening to Neither. him? Neither. <laughs> See, that's the problem. If what? you just took the time mm-hmm. to listen, All right. but you got to hear before you start listening. Okay. So hear when something's going on, listen very carefully so you can get it right. What? Yes, that is correct. Vinny in California, you got about 30 seconds. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, great show. My question is for Jay. But at the end of the day, you guys got to put the guys behind the, the glass on more. They really kill it. But, hey, Jay, listen, with Poole, I think the caller a couple times ago, he kind of covered it. Uh, Jordan Poole played 10 minutes, zero points, 22 minutes. What do you think's going on? Because you were a two-guard. Like, like I said, I, I think them going more to a high ball screen with just Steph like, something has not felt right since that game where he took that ill-advised shot at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, he has not been confident, nor has he been getting the touches. It's like almost like he's lost the locker room. Uh-oh. Listen, in the 30 for 30 of this season, I think you're going to start with the Superman punch from Dre preseason, right? That's what's going to start the story. I mean, they never got over it. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Greeny coming up. See you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.